Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 113, looking at Judges 13 and 14, Acts chapter 10 and verses 34 through 48, and then Psalm 48. And for those keeping track, today's devotional might seem a little bit familiar. If you're not sure why, head back to day 101 and 102, and I'm sure you'll figure it out. As we move into chapter 13 of Judges, look at the scene being set for us in verse 1. The people once again did evil. God had to, once again, teach them what it means to be faithful, and once again this meant the enemies of God getting the better of his people. This is the sad cycle of mankind. We do well for a period of time, but then self-interest and wicked hearts take over, and we find ourselves at odds with God. But not all was lost. God had a plan, and that plan came in the form of Samson. His birth and life would be different from the rest of the people. He would be devoted to God through the Nazarite vow, a specific way of living that set you apart entirely for God. We read in chapter 14 of Samson seeking a Philistine wife. This was clearly not ideal, for the Lord had declared that the people were not to marry outside the people of Israel. They were not to make union with their enemies. Yet we see here that this was all part of God's planning. God was going to defeat the Philistines through Samson and this union. Through a riddle, betrayal and Samson's rage, the Lord's plan would come about. It seems strange though that God would use disobedience and evil to fulfil his plans. Strange it may be, but God can use anything for his good and perfect purposes. God does not cause evil and he does not guide to disobedience. But that does not mean he cannot use it when it happens. What the devil means for evil, God will use for good. We'll have more on this in the coming days, but for now let's head into the book of Acts. Through the divine sovereignty of God, Peter learns a profound lesson. The gospel is for everyone. There are no special people, just lost sinners in need of the gospel. The news of the salvation in Jesus is not reserved for any subset of people or for any location. It is for all people, everywhere, all the time. You notice a crucial element. We become acceptable to God when we fear him and do what is right and acceptable before him. We know that this is only possible through Jesus Christ. You see, it's Jesus that makes us right before God, and it's the fear of the Lord that brings this wisdom. So the gospel is, yes, for everyone, but it's only through faith in Jesus that we can attain the reward of being right before God. Once we grasp this, we are commanded to tell the people. It's not just a gospel to keep secret or to hide, it's one to share and spread. Each are commanded through the Great Commission to proclaim the good news of Jesus to our neighbours, to our family, and to our colleagues. We're to tell them the gospel, lead them to Jesus, baptise them in the name of the triune God, and then teach them everything the word of God contains. It's a monumental task, one that Peter in our passage is beginning to realise, and one that we're all called by the grace of God to partake in. When was the last time you shared the gospel? When was the last time you came alongside someone to explain the Bible to them? Be open and willing this week for the Lord to use you. Finally, we have Psalm 48. The psalm speaks of the Lord's greatness by looking upon the Lord's city and seeing its strength and might. It's not just facts, but praise to the Lord's greatness. Great is the Lord. His might makes us tremble. His strength makes us fear. His overcoming power is beyond what we can imagine. Look at verse 10. As we think upon the love of God, we're led to praise beyond what this earth contains. Look at verse 14. Forever and ever God will be God and and he will be our guide. There really is nothing that can compare to the creator God. And it's important not to lose sight of his greatness as we live out our day. It's not in us to make anything of ourselves. It is through the greatness of the Lord that he shapes us and transforms us. Spend some time today marvelling at his greatness. Be led to praise his name and do so with joy, with that privilege of being a child of God, 
draw close to your creator. Let's pray. Father, we do indeed praise you that we can come close to the creator. We can come close to our heavenly father and see his greatness. Father, we pray that as we have that greatness transform our lives, that we would tell all people around us about you, about the loving saviour of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that we would never hide the message, but we would take the gospel to the nations. And Father, even when it looks like evil is winning, we pray that you would take what the devil means for evil and wickedness and turn it into something good, turn it into something that will be kingdom building and something that would glorify you. We praise this in your precious name. Amen.